All right, it is Wednesday, May 25th. We got another episode of Fantasy News today. We're going to be talking some Colin Kaepernick. We're going to be talking some Jadavion Clowney, some Travis Etienne. We're talking all the news that's happened over the last week. So just sit back, grab your smoke, grab your drink. As I make my way, ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time. You know the stat quo. Finna get a bag, busting down that blow out of east side. Oh yeah. What up, 420 fantasy hustler back at ya. And uh Bogart should be back in a second. And um, let's get ready to fire it on up. Throw some comments in the chat so I can say what up to everybody. And uh Ron in the building, what up, bro? And uh, Ron said that jersey is fire. Hell yeah. And Lee, what up, bro? What is going down? Let me remind everybody. Got two things to remind everybody about. Number one, the signed Ricky Williams jersey raffle or giveaway, whatever you want to call it. We got that going here in a couple days right at the end of the month. So make sure you go get in a Patreon patreon.com slash ffhustler420 that's where you get signed up you get into the vip community or don't forget every super chat that you leave on any of these shows leading up every dollar that you do in the super chat counts as one entry so get in those super chats show some love get some entries into the signed ricky williams jersey giveaway and then do not forget about the best ball tournament we're gonna have 240 teams in this joint we've already got over 100 teams filled so you guys got to get in right now it is 22 dollars uh, to get in per team there's 20 divisions you can get into multiple divisions if you i'm gonna put the bylaws in the in the chat here so make sure you go check those out and uh, if you're if you don't already have a team accounted for dm me and let me know that you want to get in because we got 20 divisions that we got to fill <clears throat> three of them have already filled so far so we got 17 more to fill let me see if i can add let me see if i can add this graphic no i think i might have deleted it on the computer all right when you dm me i will uh, i'll send you the uh, i'll send you the graphic of the teams or divisions that are left all right let's start off with uh, a little bit of a little bit of news that kind of pissed me off ron rivera all these coaches they're always getting interviewed and stuff and one of the uh, sound bites that got taken out of this most recent interview that he did is ron rivera plans to use a plethora of running backs to washington's advantage i really don't like that i hated hearing that he's going to use a plethora of rbs to washington's advantage because they went out and they spent a third rounder on uh, what is it brian robinson and then you got J.D. McKissick back. And then you got uh, Antonio Gibson, who we just want to be a workhorse. And Stu, he said, if you're like me and your super chats don't work, Apple Pay the kid. Yes, sir. So, yeah, if you send Apple Pay, Cash App, anything like that, just don't don't mention a raffle or a giveaway or anything like that because uh, Cash App doesn't like that. Neither does Apple. But, uh, yeah, that's another way that you can get those extra entries into the jersey uh, raffle if you can't do super chats. The Matrix so, and diapers. The first piece of news that I brought up was uh, I was it was a quote from Ron Rivera had a recent interview oh, that he yeah. plans to use a plethora of running backs to Washington's advantage, and I, I just hate hearing stuff like that because we want Gibson to be the dude. Yeah, all his guys got hurt last year too. He's he scorned, 
So it's like just having your pockets full. And then even Jared Patterson looked decent when he got opportunities. So it's like all these guys could get in the mix just because they plan on playing defense and running the ball. That's what Ron Rivera want to do. You know what I mean? And Gibson is a guy who never, he went from never carrying a load or even getting a portion of the backfield in college. I think he only had seven, 70 carries total or something like that. Then right. he gets a big ass workload in, in the NFL. Two years of that, they know by now, like, all right, maybe we shouldn't be giving him a big ass load. You know what I mean? Jamie yeah, McKissick has his role, but he's also gonna be he's also gonna take some carries, probably like five carries out of the backfield, you know what I mean? And, and then you got uh Robinson who uh shout out to Spencer on our next episode where we're breaking down these rookie running backs. He said he could be a guy that vultures some of these tugs down there at the goal line. That episode is dropping tomorrow. We're dropping our consensus top 10 rookie running backs. And that, that's one of the things that we, we don't want to buy into that kind of stuff coming from college because anything can. But that's one thing that kind of sucks. Like this was one of the narratives when Gibson was coming out. He wasn't really used too much as a runner. He never really handled a crazy load. But then he gets drafted in the third round. Who'd they get rid of? They got rid of Adrian Peterson, who is a crazy aged running back by that point. But it was all these little things that led us to believe that he was going to be a workhorse. And this still goes back to that initial narrative. He wasn't a workhorse in college, and he's probably not going to be a workhorse in the NFL. My bad. I was going through the Matrix and shit. But, yeah, so just, just one of those things that's, like, super annoying. And for guys like James Cook, that's one of the narratives that he has working against him. Never really handled the full load in college and things like that. Yeah, and see, for James Cook, it's like they were looking for that type already. You know what I mean? Prior to that, they tried to sign – J.D. McKissick, they even announced it that he pulled a 42 fakie on him, you know what I mean? Right. And so, but still, though, I just just don't grab him high in redrafts, right? Don't, maybe he's a 10th or 11th round dart throw. Maybe not dart throw, that's like great value right there, 10, 11 round in a, in a, in a 12 team super flex, you know what I mean? Right. Because people are going to pull him up way too high, like last year's Javante or the year before his Clyde. I'm not saying Javante went as high as Clyde. I'm just saying, like, Javante was like... Javante, I almost think, is a little bit of a different case, too, because he wasn't really dropped. I, I know he was <laughs> dropped in a little bit of leagues, but he did okay and got enough of uh, enough of the offense to where people weren't worried about him. You're yeah, talking we- about with James Cook is I feel like people are going to overdraft him like crazy. In the first couple of weeks, he's probably not going to do anything. Then he's going to get dropped, and then he'll start coming into being that little change of pace back, getting catches out. They're going to line him up like a receiver, too. That's yeah. for sure. I think, like, yeah. he'll absorb a bunch of that. I think he'll absorb uh, absorb a bunch of the Cole Beasley targets. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, they have Jameson Crowder there now, but he, come on. He's just going to be like one of these. He's just a guy. Another another thing we got to talk about here. What up, Mike? He said, what's good, my dude? He said, Kaepernick is set to work out for the Raiders. So that was one of the big time stories, which it's a big time story of this week because there's not that much news going around. It seems like this is like a little bit of a story randomly in the off season, probably since what, 2018? I mean, 20, yeah, 2018. I'd say t- yeah, I'd say 2019 because that's when he was getting blackballed. 2018, it was like he was like he was trying to take that year off. Remember, I think that's when he got the Nike deal too. And yeah, and then in 19, oh, he was already campaigning against the league too. Oh, what's up, baby? Yeah. So, 
I don't think he's going to get signed by the Raiders or anything, but he's still keeping hope alive. He's keeping the dream alive that he's going to be playing. I hope so. In Nevada, he played in Nevada. He's so smart. Oh, it might even been UNLV, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or ULV. Listen, I'm not going to act like I'm no colleges. Yeah. They're bongs a lot in the building. What up, bro? So one piece of news that was, uh, it, it's always nice to hear. It's still early, but uh, saying that Travis Etienne is a full go at the ETAs uh, after missing all of last year. So that's uh, mm-hmm. definitely a good sign that he's already looking good and at, at a full go right now. Yeah. He's a great value because, like, he's basically a rookie in, in the sense that we haven't seen him in any NFL action yet. And he, they, that connection he had with Lawrence, man, he could damn near be second leader in receptions on that team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe even first. He might lead that team in receptions for real. And that's what we got to hope, that connection comes back and that he's getting a lot of work out of the backfield as far as the receptions go. That's where the value lies. Let's see Jadavion Clowney signed a big old deal with the Browns. They got him back one year, 11 mil. And for fantasy, he's never really worth it. But for the NFL, man, he's just, he's a man amongst boys out there. He's fucking huge. Yeah, like he he might not always show up on the stat sheet as far as like sacks and, and hella tackles. He might not show up in those metrics, but like he's wrecking every play. Oh yeah, like he is just disturbing every play. You know what I mean? And takes every- him and and takes like easily two like uh, linemen on or linemen in a tight end, but yep. he's gonna take two people right off the bat and shit. There's some where I bet he's getting chipped by a tight end and then getting blocked by two people, taking up three people, mm-hmm. you know, out of the 11, just on the first couple seconds of the play. I have a motherfucker running back there with the QB. The last on, what up, bro? What up, Dion? All right, let's see. We got... <laughs> so this one, this, this one's uh, from Captain Obvious, uh, Devin White, over here, saying that it's Super Bowl or nothing in 2022 for the why are you saying that too because he's just my last year here y'all because <laughs> he didn't they didn't i don't think they picked up his fifth year option yep which is crazy because you know and it's not that they didn't want him i think it's because he said listen don't even try to offer me no bum ass contract you know what i mean yeah he wants to reset the market for real and like he probably there's other people in line to get paid too like leonard yep did Leonard get paid? Roquan, did they get paid yet? Because I'm pretty sure Darius Leonard's already gotten paid. He probably got the like the extension to like tame it for now. You know what I mean? Yeah, nah, he got paid. It was uh, 99.2 mil, five years, 52. Okay, uh, that was last year. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And let's, let's see year. if uh, if Roquan. That's right, because he wasn't the first rounder. That's right. right. Who? Darius Leonard. Oh yeah, well then yeah. when was yeah when was he drafted? I, I want to say he was a second or a third round. I think he's a third rounder. If I I just know he wasn't a first, but I, I think he damn there was a third. Second? No, he was an early early second, thirty six. Okay, so he's down. He's he's like a late first. Yeah, pretty. But much. still though, he didn't have that exactly. Yeah, so they had to be, they had to give him the D bag. Yep. See, Devin White's gonna end up going to another team, bro, and getting the bag. 
He's going to end up with a goddamn motherfucking Rams, isn't he? For the Rams, I mean, I'm sure they're going to say yeah, but I, I guess they're not really paying anyone. He's going to well, end up with They're, they're paying Ramsey and they're paying Donald, but outside yeah, of that. Yeah, Donald, they're, they're like, Donald's in one of those situations right now where he wants to get extended. He wants to get paid again, you know what I mean? He should, right? Yeah, because <laughs> he probably had three, four more years, if if that. Not to say that he couldn't play those that long. Dion said, what the fuck, Hustler? Your chat getting a little spicy tonight. I know we're getting, we got some damn spam coming in there. And I, I blocked it on my end, but fuck, I don't know what's going on. It's like they hit it too many times and like froze the system or something. Is it on my joint too? Uh, I'm not I'm not sure. I think it's on mine. And <laughs> Antonio said a little spicy. He said, my bad, guys. That's funny. Dang That's it. You know what's going? Dude, shout right. out to Stu. Man, sorry you're going through it, bro. He's over yeah, here. Um, we get a whole bunch of random uh, sound bites from a lot of these random interviews. And one of the sound bites is Rashad Bateman coming out saying it's his time to shine. I like that. Yeah. it's it, we, we know it's going to be a low volume offense, but we always wanted him to be, we always wanted him to be the guy in the number one We from as soon as he came out as a rookie. Now it's going to be his shot. Can he actually do it? There we go. I see where to do it now, Ron. I'm going to have to make you a moderator so you can do this stuff. All right. Let's see. Oh, Derek uh, Stingley for the Texans. I, I knew that he was a little bit, I knew he was a little bit hurt, but now he's saying that now the coach comes out and says that he's got a little bit of work to do or ha- has some work to do before he's even going to be ready for camp. Damn, this is a fin- this might be like a finesse job in the making. <laughs> really? Why do you think so? Because it's like he could be a guy that just never when's the last time he even played football? A couple years? Like he might not even play this whole year. Like you say he gets a setback. He comes back, gets a setback. But it's just this is just it's a classic case of a potential top five bus for whatever reason it happens because he hasn't played a full season since he was a freshman correct yeah i don't think he's played like in two seasons too right well I, i'm looking here i pulled him up so he played three games in in 2021 then he played seven games in 2020 okay so he, was he was hurt both of those years though it was only his freshman year where he got 15 games but yeah that doesn't look too good that, that doesn't look too good for you when uh, you're already getting hurt. You spent the last two years getting hurt. And Stu said, quit deleting Ron's burner account. <laughs> yeah, Ron would do some petty ass shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you vibe, Vagine. Oh, man. <laughs> One thing that was funny is uh, right after... It, it was right after Jadavion Clowney signed, Chase Winovich comes out. And he says that he sees like him getting traded to the Browns as the best thing that ever could have happened to him. That's crazy because him and Jadavion Clowney and he's played the exact same position. Yeah. So I, I don't know what he means by that. Maybe he's just trying to keep it positive all the way, but I don't see him being a guy who's going to get a bunch of playing time. I, guess I mean, well, shit. Same either way. I mean, you know what I'm saying? He better mean what he said then. Be grateful, motherfucker. <laughs> He's like, now you got someone else that's going to do more of the work and you can come in and take some of the credit, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. 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 So Chase Winovich, I, I, I didn't think Jadavion Clowney was going to come back. So I thought he was going to have more of a role right up front. But I didn't think Chase, I didn't think Chase Winovich had it in him. 
to throw a little sublime tweet or whatever it was. Robert hey, Wood. Jamie Altani gonna get he gonna get hurt too. He been finessing he been finessing the league forever, bro. Yeah, he's always getting hurt. He's been finessing everybody. He gets a best why he only gets one year bags. And we're staying on this this hurt train right now. And uh, Robert Woods, he expressed that he feels really good. And so two reallys in there, really good about his injury recovery and how everything's working out. And they don't want to let him back, though. That's what they said. They said they want him to take it easy. Right. We yeah. got Burks. We got Burks over here. We just need you to relax and uh, miss games. Is that you're taking? Is that you you're wrestling. taking right here? Huh? Is that you're taking right here? No, I don't think so. But, no. <laughs> Someone who I was thinking about. No, 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 just, just, we're never not on. Too high for me. <laughs> but, uh, let's see. What else we got here? Oh, Nick Folks. Nick Folks signs with the uh, go back up Matt Ryan's bitch ass over there. Man, and you know what, man? Nick Folk was like the best kicker, right? Like just like just a year ago. <laughs> You're like for fantasy oh, at Foles, least. Foles, my bad. Not Folks. Nick Foles, my bad. Okay. I'm high right now. Yeah. That's right. Nick Foles. Slim, Slim Dick Nick. Last year, he tried. Last year, this how this how grimy Nick Foles is. Last year, he goes, hey, I want to. He goes, I would love to go help out Indy. Remember when Carson Wentz had the two sprained ankles? Yeah. He was like, oh, I'd love to go help out Indy. He was trying to dick. He was trying to dick it to Carson again, bro. Yeah. And, but then. Then he threw a shot at Chicago. He said, Chicago, well, they, it's up to them. And let's see. Who else we got here? We got Tyreek Hill. Okay. Coming out and stroking off Tua a little bit, boosting his ego. Um, when he was getting interviewed, he said that Tua throws one of the prettiest balls that he's ever caught in his life. I bet you when Tua throws the ball, right? Tyreek goes, I bet you I'll outrun that ball wherever he throws it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I bet you, like, when you do a foot race, right? It's like you go, and then they both run. See, Tua throws the ball, and Tyreek runs, and he always beats the ball. Always outruns it. <laughs> always outruns the ball. What up, Chase? What's going on, bro? What up? Yeah, you already know that that's happening, so... I don't know. Maybe it's just stroking the ego a little bit, making sure he uh, says all the right things at the right time. I, mean, <laughs> I like it though. You know what I mean? Maybe when he said, he didn't say prettiest deep ball or prettiest accurate right. ball. He said he throws the prettiest ball. Maybe he's talking about like a nine yard to twelve yard. You know what I'm saying? Type of joint. A little slant, getting some slant action in there. Yeah, you because know, you know. He got that four to six yard range on lock. <laughs> oh yeah, that's to his game. You know what I mean? Sticking with the Dolphins, Chase said, "How high would you guys target Waddle? Are you talking dynasty or are you talking redraft? In uh, in dynasty, you're, you're going to be looking at a fourth, fifth round, maybe third round if you play a bunch of um, wide receiver spots in there. I actually took him in our dynasty. I believe I got him at the tenth wide receiver overall in the fourth round, if I'm not mistaken." Yeah, I think it was the fifth, right? I think it was the fifth round. Let's go check that real quick while we're looking in. But that's where you got to be looking to get him. Somewhere in the fourth or the fifth. Yeah. Yeah, I got him at the four nine. Okay. Now, how? Okay, it was the fourth round. How about this? T. Higgins or Jalen Waddle? So I literally took Jalen Waddle over. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, I, I know, like, 
a lot of instances you would have Higgins, but I know this is to, to diversify because you play in so many leagues. But I'm saying, like, what would you tell people if, if someone's like, hey, Waddle or Higgins? I still think I, I think Waddle's a tick higher. Like, literally, they'd be, like, back-to-back in my ranks, yeah. um, which I am putting out all my ranks right now. I'm getting my top 24 together at, uh, at each position right now. I'm going to put it down in, in ebook form, make it real easy and accessible. For See, I, I, still have, I still have Higgins a tick. I just feel like this is the offense, like, it's, it, they're gonna throw it. They're gonna it, it, they're gonna throw it a lot. Yeah, Nixon and says Waddle. Hey, six four Vanny, what up? Said how's it going? Coming over from the messenger chat. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah. yeah. Make, make sure you smash that like button. Make sure everyone smash that like button if you have it. <laughs> yeah. So Waddle and Higgins right back to back. And I guess the thing with with Waddle is I feel like his production and targets aren't gonna go down no matter what. Tyree Kill, he's not going to demand 10 targets a game, things like that. With Chase, there's going to be games where Chase is getting those double-digit target games and could be the real hog of the game. Higgins is going to eat either way, but I bet it's going to happen a couple I, times where it gets real annoying. I just feel like if they're going to be like a zone-run team and everything's like short and everything getting into space, stuff like that, it's probably going to throw the ball like anywhere from 18 to 25 times a game. That's how I see it. And Waddle probably does still lead in targets. Because you have hella, you have the running, you have the running backs there that you can just pencil in as one to get, get targets. Obviously, Tyreek Hill, Waddle, Kaseki. You know what I mean? Cedric Wilson, maybe he gets, maybe he averages like two targets a game, but still. If the pie you is love, it's small, so funny how much you love Cedric. Hey, Mr. Wilson. Now at least bring I mean, him listen, he was funny though. I knew, always knew when to play him though. You know what I mean? <laughs> we weren't just and it came to a point where people asked questions. Do I start? Hey, Mr. Wilson. Yep. <laughs> so they yeah, announced but... HBO announced the Hard Knocks team, and it's gonna be the Cardinals. So I'm curious to see what this is like. Cliff Kingsbury, still a young, still a young uh, coach in the NFL. Kyler, we're <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna see what Kyler's gonna be doing now. And I'm just really curious how uh, last year Hard Knocks was whack as fuck with the uh, with the Cowboys. So I wonder if this year could they can make it better again. Listen, man, the curse of the Hard Knocks, bro. They ain't gonna. It, it's all bad. Don't do Hard Knocks. Yeah. And uh, six four Vanny said, uh, two has to be able to hit Tyreek. If he can't, Waddle is uh, for sure the go to. Yeah, and I think Waddle's going to be the go to either way. I bet he has more targets than Tyreek. I mean, Tyreek's going to take away all this attention, and you could go all the way back to two as a rookie. Remember what Ryan Fitzmagic said? He said, I was telling two, yo, how can we test them? And he said, it looks like he's covered. He said, he might look like he's covered. But you could give a chance, your guy a chance to make a play on that ball. You know what I mean? But ball placement, right. he was hella timid. If he don't shake that, you know what I mean? He's going to see that bracket coverage or that safety over top. He's not going to go that way. You know what I mean? He, that, that's what I'm gonna scared be, about, too. Going to be different with Tyreek, though, who can actually create some separation. That is true. That is a very good point. It's a very good point. Combination in the building. What up? Some deep, if if they steal those deep crosses from Andy Reid, everyone does deep crosses, shallow, even shallow, even shallow crosses, like just Tyree Kill kills that shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Last thing that we got to talk about. It's crazy. The NFL is actually listening to the fans and listening to the people. 
now. They're actually considering getting rid of the Pro Bowl of, of at least the game part of it mm-hmm. and making it more of an event where you get to meet the fan and meet the uh, the players and events like that and making it like what the draft experience was, but for the Pro Bowl. Yeah, you know what? Um, it's supposed to be like motherfucking, what is it called? Like little mini games. Like, I was know, like the uh, accuracy challenges and motherfucking little events and shit. You know what I mean? And see, and I think that would be more fun than the actual Pro Bowl game itself. Because I always talk shit about the, uh, the what's it called? The bowl games in college. Dudes getting hurt and shit like that. A player wants to play up until January and then sit a couple weeks and then come back for one week in February just to get hurt and slow down the, the progression for next season. Like not one foot, one, not one NFL player, except Sean Taylor. He was the only one going extra hard out there on every play. RIP. But nobody yeah. wants to go out there and get hurt in fucking February. Light motherfuckers up. That would be funny though, because it's like, what would someone do if someone really just came up and just destroyed like a linebacker, just destroyed the fuck out of, a running back or something. And they'd be like, they'd be like, yo, what the fuck, bro? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He's like, listen, bro. Yeah, Antonio, I didn't even want to bring that up, but I will since you said he said the flag football made me lose all interest. Yeah, like they better not make it. They better not make it a fucking flag football. I mean, you know why they can do flag football now? Because then you could have, you might be able to do like a celebrity one and have women involved. Like you might be able to do all different kinds, you know? Yep. And nobody's going to watch it. Figure out different ways. The mini games, we everybody loves those shits because everyone wants to see who's the most accurate, who's got the best deep ball, like who can throw it the farthest. We've been wanting to see the Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen fucking throw off forever. Had the motherfucking moving targets right up and down the field. Yeah. And he's just hitting them off. And then they explode with Hell <laughs> Hell yeah, man. See, they got to do some shit like that. Just make it more interesting. And I like the idea of making it like what the, the draft day experience was. You get a chance to meet some of the players. Like, shit Did they like have that. pyro? No, they did not have pyro. <laughs> they weren't fucking around with it. But uh, yeah, and I, I like Vanny's idea too. I've always liked this idea. They need to make the two last place teams uh, play for the 101. The only thing that sucks about that is if it's going to be after the Super Bowl, there's some teams that, whether it's before or after the Super Bowl, there's a bunch of players who might not be guaranteed to be playing on that team mm-hmm. when the next season comes. They should just have, I actually don't want them to change it, actually. Don't fool around with that at all. Because I can't stand how the NBA, like the lottery shit, like, I just will never understand it. Yeah. 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 I don't like it. I don't like that either. And Anthony says, like the combine, like a 40-yard dash race. Yeah, wouldn't we want to see Tyreek Hill go up against whoever the fuck thinks that they can compete with them? Eating contest? (laughs) (laughs) From the linemen? Yeah. It'll just be like one of them fucking brontosaurus ribs. You know what I mean? From Texas. Big-ass ribs, you know what I'm saying? Yep. (laughs) Yeah, but that's what they need to do. Like, fuck playing the game because, like, the game... No one's really going at full speed. You can tell most are going at half speed. And uh, it was funny. One of the little highlights that I saw uh, on this article was uh, Darius Leonard picking off Kyler Murray to start the Pro Bowl. And uh, everyone was, was like he was supposed to go out or just, like, kneel on it or whatever because no one's trying to attack. They're, like, trying to push him towards the sideline, but then he just cuts it back real quick. And uh, <laughs> nobody's trying to tackle him before going into the end zone. 
That's what I'm saying. What if you really just lay a motherfucker out? Like, ah! <laughs> like, what the fuck, bro? Hey, man. It is what it is, bro. <laughs> and Antonio said, didn't they have a race at the Pro Bowl? And I think Parsons won. Oh, I don't know about that. Nah, see, but here's the thing, though. They said watch. Joe and Tyreek Hill didn't even really go. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then he just kept saying, yeah, I'm the fastest. I'm faster than the cheetah. Like, after he beat him. <laughs> oh, well, it's funny. That kind of reminds me of... Hey, you can Mar- tell they were drunk, too. They were drinking. It reminds me of Barstool Sports when they had the uh, the interview with DK Metcalf and then they did a 40-yard dash and uh, they kind of fucked him up at the beginning. <laughs> and uh, I can't remember wh- which one of the two actually raced him. and uh, But the one who raced him um, ended up beating him and DK was just hella salty about it. Because <laughs> uh, he he said he retired after that. He said, I'm not racing again. Like, I beat you. <laughs> I'm holding that forever. Oh, man. Anthony said uh, he thinks Tyreek Hill tripped. Man, see, that'd be even more fucked up. Getting some cool running shit going. This is fucking tripping at the beginning of the race. Yeah. Michael Parsons is a fast motherfucker, too, right? Like 4'3"? Yeah, he is. Was, was he really 4'3"? At the Combine? Yeah. I think 4'4", maybe, or even 4'. He might, if he's 4'3", he's like high 4'3". Four, yeah, three, okay. nine, yeah. So, I mean, that's fast as fuck. There's still a little bit of a difference. It's both yeah. lightning, but, man, Tyreek Hill just got a little extra oomph. He's a cheetah. Yeah. And Vandy said uh, either that or have a beer fest. There we go. <laughs> David Bakhtiari drowns everyone. <laughs> I bet <laughs> some of those big-ass linemen could just be – could be really be fucking chugging some brews. Like, if, but there had to be, like, strategy to it, like speed drinking, so that you put your guys that can fucking, you know – like a speed drink, and then like you have your, yeah, your longevity drinkers, like beer you know fest, what I'm right? Like the actual beer fest. You remember that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had different little events and shit. Yeah, that movie and was then, funny. Yeah, and then one of them was uh, it was speed drinking, but they had the the huge ass mugs, and then uh, but the very last person they had to drink out of the the glass boot. And you had to have the science down to know like how to do it without um, the shit bubbling up and yeah. just pouring out everywhere. Nice. I can't. I'm, I remember that movie, but vaguely. I remember seeing it at least once. Yeah. That's what uh, John Williams Scott, J- John Jason, he has three first names. And what, not John Williams Scott, definitely someone else. It's a oh, whole. Okay. Uh, yeah. What, what crew is that? The uh, fuck. I don't know why I'm blanking on the fucking movie where they're cops. Super Troopers. There we go. There it is. And Judge okay. Fred. That's a funny ass movie that they did too, where they. Make make a horror movie. It's just their spoof on all the screams. And I know what you did last summer, shit. Yeah. And Dang. Antonio said, "When are you guys gonna do Pop Fest on the show?" So if you remember, at the end of Beer Fest, they teased the movie Pop Fest. Never did it. Never did it. They never fucking did it. That shit would be really dope. Or the potathon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they do have a potathon. Yeah, we need to have a potathon. <laughs> yeah. So I'm saying. I like it. There it is. We're doing it. And Mike, what up, bro? He said, I'm in the 15th round of a Dynasty Superflex PPR startup. Take Kenny G, Miko Hardman, or Asan Haskins? If I have Henry, I might take Hassan Haskins. Even if I don't, because those other guys, they might be there. Where are you at in the draft? Are you swinging back around? Maybe even Hassan will be on the next one. I like yeah. those type of handcuffs. All these guys seem like they would be there in the 16th round, too. 
Yeah. Because like, who the fuck wants Kenny G? Miko Hardman's got the most upside. That's yeah. who I'd take out of everybody. But yeah, I'll probably it's just because where he's connected. He could be the guy from Mahomes. Like as much as I like to talk shit about him, he showed out in a few games, and now without Tyree Kill, they all they drafted him to be Tyree Kill 2.0. Now's the fucking the only We're chance like Tyree he Kill has. Junior. More like Junior. You know what I'm? They drafted yeah. him to be Tyree Kill 2.0, and he's barely been Tyree Kill. Yeah, yeah, because that was in hindsight. It's almost like they drafted that motherfucker just to, to be the leverage uh, against Tyree Kill because that same year in that draft, before that draft, all that noise came out about like him be- beating on his son or something like that. But it was really right. just the girl. She had a recording, but she was trying to get him to admit to that shit, and it was hella like. It was hella fugazi. Yeah. But, like, then they draft Nico Hardman, and then they're like, they wait and wait, and then nothing transpires with him being charged or anything. Then they're like, here, bro, we're going to give you this little extension right here. Take it or leave it, basically. You know what I mean? Yep. So it was, like, the perfect thing to happen for them. Because then you have Nico Hardman, they're like, listen, we don't need to pay you. We got this guy now. And then Tyreek's like, all right, I'll take the money. You feel me? Then he, that's why you he never, as you never know, bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. We already know that much. Yeah, and then look, he wanted to get, he wanted to be the highest paid, and he, they went, they said we ain't finna be it. You know what I mean? So they shipped them off. And just a reminder: get those super chats in, get signed in for the, get entries into the signed Ricky Williams jersey giveaway. That's going to be happening before the end of the month. So. Go ahead and get uh, signed up now for that. And uh, you can do that by signing up at Patreon, patreon.com slash FFHustler420, or any super chat that you leave. Every dollar goes towards an entry. And Freak Stomper, what up, bro? Freak Stomper 49er, what up? And Ron said, I'd bet on Hardman, give it a shot uh, with Hill gone. Yeah, especially early. All they did was go out there and get Juju and both two. And got Skymore. Yep. That's and it's really it's just who's who will be the other look eventually that he goes to his second favorite because obviously because Kelsey's always you know what I mean yeah that ain't changing yeah all right that's all we got for you today we got our top ten RB video dropping tomorrow at two West Coast time five Eastern and don't forget to go check out our consensus top ten wide receivers that dropped yesterday. So go check that out. That's on my YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, Freak Stomper said, I just got Drake at the, at the 106 in our rookie draft. Five RBs off the board in round one. Yeah, he said, what the fuck? I've never, out of all of these, I've never seen five running backs in these in rookie drafts go in the first round. That's what uh, Freak Stomper 49er just said. Damn. Five RBs in the first round go off in the, in the rookie single draft. QB. But still, the receivers are where it's at. Yeah, exactly. Like, a lot of those guys, maybe they're just hurting that bad for running backs, or maybe they're hyped off of the rookie running backs. Who the fuck knows? But, yeah, I, I don't even think I've seen Drake go at the 106, so that's super crazy value right there. Mm-hmm. Damn, he said Pierce went at the 107. Woo! <laughs> I like Pierce, and I know that as hype builds, he's probably going to be going more at the back end of the first round, super, super early second. But damn, the 107. Mm-hmm. And Anthony, yep, I know I'm on the clock, bro. I didn't want to rush, but I'll be making my pick soon here. I'm very confused. I'm going to need to smoke like a lot more, figure out where I'm going to go. You <laughs> looking for some action? Maybe, maybe. 
Oh, always the the door's always open for negotiations. <laughs> yeah, Freak Stopper said Spiller at the 111. Where'd James Cook go? That's what I'm assuming. I'm assuming he went higher than Pierce at the 107. All right, one more bowl, and we're going to get up out of here because I want to hear. Oh, shit, he went at the 108. So Pierce even went one higher than than when my initial rank started. I I had Pierce the one above Cook as well. I had Pierce at three and Cook at four, but I've since switched. That's funny because the show we did yesterday, I really had James Cook with it, but uh, uh, ahead of him. You know what? I'll make a case. I like Pierce. And Uncle Buck said, "I need a seventh rounder. Your boys got two of them. Make me an offer that I can't refuse." Those are, the, those are the those are the offers that I like getting. The offer the offers that I can't refuse makes things a lot easier. Call at me too, Buck. I got multiple sevens. Who want it? <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot, Bogar. You got two sevens now. I'm in the back of that joint, though. Yep, I've got. Uh, I, I'm in the front and the back of it. <laughs> You're right in the middle. <laughs> I know. I'm get you coming and going. That's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> then I'm I'm shortly after you again. In the A, I think I'm, I have the eight three. I think. Yeah, because I'm all the way at the back. I got the seven twelve, and then the seven four as well. What up, David? What's going on, bro? Oh yeah, Yo, and the hustler, uh, the dynasty fifteen, is also in uh, in full swing right now. We got uh, we got five spots filled, and uh, we got a couple new guys who are coming in, who haven't been in a hustler league before. We got two new uh, players there and uh, we got to fill, got to fill more. If anybody wants to get in, it's the exact same settings as uh, the number 14 for those who know. Mm -hmm. All right. I smoke this bowl and we're going to get up, get the hell up out of here. What else you got going on Bogart that we need to mention? Tune in next week for playmakers. We'll make a triumph return next week. And we're going to do an episode of guess who? You know what I mean? This is going to be dope. Yeah, how's that, how's that going to work? Explain that a little so, bit. Like, I have a player. I'm going to describe this motherfucker. You know, I think I'll have just a series of clues. But I think... Are we... are Like, if you have a, if you have a player that we're talking about, yeah. do I ask you a question? And do I... And Is that how yeah, it is? Oh, there oh, it is. There it is. That's oh, how it goes. That's right. Yeah. You say, we have to give them some clues. We have to give you guys some clues first, right? Not really. can't be like, oh, is he a receiver? No, the clue could literally be a position. And then it's up to everyone else. Yeah, exactly. uh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. There it is. And then, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, the questions, you're supposed to ask questions that make it vague enough to, like, chop off a bunch of uh, people. Maybe it could be like, Okay, thousand yard receiver, and then Maybe. break it down. I, mean, I would not see. I would start off way more vague. He plays in the AFC. It's a yes okay. or no. You cut out half the league right there. Okay, that's how you play. Guess who? Because you're only going to be like everyone's going to get one question. So it's like whoever's first or whatever. You got to ask a super vague question, chop off a bunch of people because it's going to okay. get harder as the clues go on. Because I want to make it where motherfuckers get points somehow. Because then I like it when we're all competing against each other. It's hella funny. Shit, whoever guesses the uh, whoever guesses the most. Because if yeah. we do it, what is that? There's five of us or six of us? How many? I don't even know. Yeah, at most would be like six of us. And then everybody would just have one or two players. We do two or three rounds of it or something. 
Nah, we just have to do one. One, okay. One, one, play, one player each, one round each. Because, yeah, if we go two or three, that should have last all night. And then we'll have to do it on a, maybe this week could be about players like we're really big on or something. So like we, I want to theme it too, you know what I mean? Because then we can do the Guess Who series for a minute, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what you got to... That's what you got to figure out what the theme. Yeah, is. what the first one will be. Yeah. Okay. We'll probably go. We'll go through some of the twenty twenty one stats when we have one of those workshops and burn up. Yeah. You know what I mean. There we go. Yeah. Peacock, what up, bro? He said, "Holy tits, just got out of a seven hour deposition about air, airport security." Jeez. Hey, you're not supposed to tell us nothing, bro. He didn't tell us anything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and uh, Mike said, "One of the funds due for the 32 team Marvel League, 50 bucks, right?" Yeah, so it's going to be 54. We do got to charge tax with these new damn rules for mm-hmm. Cash App and Apple Pay and all that. But it's, it's probably not going to be due until we get a little bit closer to drafting. So I think that draft is going to start at the beginning of August. So I'm filling this huge ass best ball tournament right now, and then I'm sure out of a lot of these players playing in best ball, we'll be able to get a handful of these people into that league as well. Start filling that up. Sick. Yeah, we got a lot of leagues filling up. And yeah, I'm going to be filling up leagues a lot earlier than before. Like last year, I pushed off filling up the best ball tournament until we got into July. So started that way earlier. Even though we're not going to be drafting our redraft leagues until August, I'm going to start filling up some of these, like the vampire leagues and things like that. Uh, I'm going to start getting people at least in play to where we know who's going to be in the leagues, and then you don't have to pay until we get closer to the draft. How many draft. days till September 11th? 109 days. And- 109. So it's 100 and it's 106 days away till kickoff. Yeah. Yeah. Six. I'm, I'm already putting together a whole schedule for the season and everything right now for all the content. So yeah, I'm going to be way more prepared for this year than I was uh, last year. That's for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, we're out. Make sure you go check out the uh, consensus uh, wide receiver ranks that we threw out yesterday. It's on YouTube. And then uh, tomorrow we got the top 10 running back ranks, uh, rookie running back ranks coming at you. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in today. You know the stat quo. Finna get a bag, bust it down that blow out of east side. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.